Comedians React with Dwayne Perkins and Jonesy. This episode features podcaster and comedian Joe Rogan doing a bit about a woman defending the White House front door. A fellow that's more known for his podcasting than he is for his stand-up, but he began as a stand-up and he began in Boston. I know I can't guard the White House. You know who I know? Because I met Shaquille O'Neal and his dick is where my face is. The sitcom he was on was News Radio. Yeah, yeah, Andy, yeah. Um, was Phil Hartman on that? Yeah, I guess he was on yeah, that. Yeah, that's Phil the Hartman. one, News Radio, and yeah. A, um, famous story about that role was that role was originally for Ray Romano. Is that right? And it was given to him, and Ray uprooted his whole family, moved out to L.A., and then they recast Joe Rogan in that. Yeah, I don't know if that's pertinent to the video, but it's a, it is an anecdote. Yeah. It's what Hollywood can do to you. Right. Here, right. we have a job for you. <laughs> Come on out here. Well, now, oh, sorry. We decided to go oh, with a more absolutely. handsome gentleman. Absolutely. And, and the person who hired you, what happens a lot is the person who hired you gets fired. And then the other person is like, fuck everything to do with that other guy. Yeah, that's right. And, and then if you had just something to do with that other guy, and that, that's, that's a story you hear. Over and over again. It's almost, it's almost must be by design, just as a way of cleaning house. Like, NBA teams will fire a head coach, and everyone goes. And, um, to me, Joe Rogan is, is like he's a super funny guy, super smart guy. Um, and I say this with respect. I never found him to be, like, the most charming. But I guess that's, that is his charm, is that he's, he doesn't try to lean into charm. You know what I mean? Which is, uh, you know, my calling card. With all the success he's had, you just know as a as someone you know outside of looking in, he must be an extremely hard worker, extremely reliable. Like he's got to be like tip top professional. Like even to to win a role over Ray Romano, who's like mm-hmm. charm and likability mm-hmm. personified. Rogan has that other thing, which is I guess the fighter mentality. Just that mm-hmm. like you know. You can go through something, you can go around it, you can go under, you can go over. And it seems like Rogan, his default is to go through it. I don't know him, but that's just what it seems like. My fault, my default is to like just ask it to get out of the way. People need to uh, recognize for all of the things that um, you might not dislike about this guy, he has on the highest level shown that he can work as an, as an actor, a series regular on a sitcom. He booked right. it, all right? Yeah. He, he was the host of a super popular reality show. The host of a super... He does play-by-play for fight shows. MMA, yes, yes. And he has the most popular podcast. So as an interviewer as well, he's... You know, these are all aspects of your talent. Can you... you, you and we, we all get to Hollywood and, and they try and figure out, well, what skills do you have? Where can we push you in? Are you, you a voiceover right, guy? Right. Are, you a, are you more like a game show host? Right, right. Do you actually have acting chops? Could you be a regular on a series? He did that, 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 that. He's shown that he has talent and puts the work in to do all of those things. Absolutely. Most comics are fortunate if they can slip into and make a career out of one of those things. Could I be a host of a game show? Oh, thank you. Now I have a career. Yeah, that's going to take care of my family, take care of the house, and he's done it all. Sometimes we glorify sports, and sometimes we vilify sports. You know, like a lot of nerds, uh, you know, growing up when I grew up, a lot of nerds hated sports because... The people who represented sports beat them up or whatever. But there's no denying the, 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 the life lessons that sports can bring you. And for him being, it seemed like his basis being, uh, being uh, rooted in fighting, rooted in athletics, all those lessons uh, really apply to everything else. 
The White House got broken into while Obama was in office. The first time in over a hundred years that someone broke into the White House. Also, the first time a girl was guarding the front door by herself. What are you trying to say? That women can't do everything men can do? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's a, that seems sexist, right? People say, you're sexist. No, it's not sexist. Here's why it's not sexist. Because men can't even do everything men can do. See? There's no physical equality, folks. That's why we have the Olympics. Because there's people that can do some shit that you and I can't do. One of those things is guarding the fucking White House. <laughs> I know I can't guard the White House. You know who I know? Because I met Shaquille O'Neal, and his dick is where my face is. <laughs> That's not equality. That's not white privilege. Now, what's great is that, you know, to be um, self-deprecating gives you a little more of a leash, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and and I like that he's sort of like giving you, I'm a short guy. Short guys get like the Napoleon complex. They get sort of like a lot of flack because of some of the posturing that some of them do because they're short. But I think what people don't realize is, and maybe you should be the one saying, talking right now, but um, I think when you're a short guy, you have to come to terms with physical limitations much sooner than other people. And um, and then deal. And then how are you going to deal with that? You know what I mean. I think for a short guy, it's weird because a lot of women don't like short guys. But there there is something where the, the, there's an overlap in that Venn diagram where they can understand each other, understand one what might be physical limitations, two how you get tried. Like guys will say and do things to women that they wouldn't dare do to another guy their size and height. And I've seen it work where guys will sort of like pick fights with shorter guys and they wouldn't dare pick a fight with someone their own size. So it it doesn't speak well to human nature, but that is a thing. So him saying, listen, I've dealt with this. I've dealt with my own limitations and this is why I can speak on it. He's not saying that, but he's saying that. You know what I mean? He says a strange phrase though. He says, men can't even do things that men can do. Right, right. Right? And then he's going to talk about how he can't take Shaq or he can't, What's, what's interesting is that as comics, we, we have bits, we all have bits that kind of get at the same truth, and we just find our own way of saying that truth, right? Because um, I have a bit about like when, when men are creeps, and basically the creep age is when, like right when you're like late 20s all the way till you're 80. Basically, men are creeps to women when we are a physical threat. And this is the period of time when we're a physical threat from these ages. And I think it's something, I don't know, I just think we don't get at that truth. For, for women, there's this thing of you've, you haven't given up the fear, which you shouldn't, right? Because that fear is deep-seated from like nature. You haven't given up the fear of men in a sense like, can I walk to my car at 3 a.m.? Is someone going to jump out if you're a woman? So you haven't given that up as you should. You should not. You should be diligent like stay alive right there are crazy weird people out there but on the flip side you can do everything we can do right so it's like well then walk to your car by yourself but i would never let a girl walk to the -hmm. car by herself so we're in this weird space where like he's trying to be the make sense guy in a room Mm -hmm. and but but we're at a point where sometimes people do use logic as a weapon 
So as long as he's not weaponizing his logic, hopefully, all right, I'm triggering you, but hopefully you're listening to what I'm saying. I don't know if he's the messenger to say it, but yeah. I like that he's trying. What what I think is a gray area is, and I don't know if it's clear enough, the, his sentence is, men can't even do what men can do. But he doesn't really elaborate on that in a way that I think everybody understands. I was still like, what does he mean by that? What's what? Like, let's see what example he's going to give. Right. Because I think a lot of people might not understand that phrase. Men can't even do what men can right. do. He okay. Can, yeah, you know, it, it's a great point. Because he gave the... The Shaq example, but like you said, he's short, but that didn't even, that's not going to read for some people because Shaq is one of the t- biggest human beings on on the planet. Mm, yes, that's uh, right. Also, he's a fighter, right? So he can't give you, he's still, he's still a fighter. He's still macho. He's like, I can't sort of like admit all the things I can't do. So I'll just use Shaq as an example. Yeah, you know, you yeah. See what I'm so he's got to kind of reach for something like that. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I think we all know that he can fight and he's jacked. Right, he, right. Okay, yeah. So when you say men c- can't do what other men can do, give us examples. Like, like my garbage disposal right now is jammed up. And I looked on YouTube. There's a way to unjam it. I tried for like 10 minutes. Then I called the guy. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So like... Give us more usable examples. Don't compare yourself to Shaq. Like, no one can do what Shaq can do. Mm-hmm. And, yes, the Olympics, right. Yeah, no one's a top-flight athlete. But I think it's – and it's a great bit, don't get me wrong. But I think if you gave me even even smaller examples yep. – and, like, him being sh- him being short, he could simply say, you know what? I'll have Sometimes I'll ask a buddy to come over to get something off the top shelf. Uh-huh. You know, like, mm-hmm. li- like really be vulnerable – um, but it's still a great bit. I'm just saying. Yeah. And as a comic, you there's a different example like you could have used right there. You know. Because it's this is a triggering bit, and so I I, I want to see his communication to be very clear. I want everyone to understand what he's trying to get at. Because I understand what he's trying to get at. Right. And you understand Absolutely. what he's trying to I get understand. at. But a lot of people are gonna see that and be like, No, I'm not going here. With but you. here's the thing: it's it's it's, it's an arena or, or or a theater with his people, so it's called triggered. But you're preaching to the choir in a sense, right? Because if people don't rock with you, they're not coming to this show. But I, I like that he's trying this, and and he's a brave soul because you got to know this is going to be on the internet with people who don't give you the benefit of the doubt. Listen, if the White House is experiencing a shack attack, I'm the wrong dude to save the world. I did Fear Factor with Shaq. If we were holding hands, it'd be like a six-year-old at the park with his dad. We're barely the same thing. So do I think women should guard the White House? No, I don't think I should either. It's not sexist to say that women can't do big physical labor things. Is good. I think it's kind of cool him saying, I can't guard the White House. So like, can I fight? Yes. Am I a professional fighter? Yes. But there's someone better for this job. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? And I think it's beautiful when you're speaking to your crowd, you don't have to spell it out like that. But sometimes for the internet, we're at a point where comedy has turned into TED Talks because you have to say, you have to qualify it in such a way that it's so clear that no one can misconstrue. Yeah. You know, yep. he didn't do that, thankfully, because you take the comedy out when you do that. But mm-hmm. him saying, I can't go into the White House, that's a big statement. Look at his neck. You think he can't guard something? <laughs> He's got a horse neck. Yeah, you think I mean, he can't? Like, look at him like, I would yeah, never want to fight this dude. Like, never. if if, if yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. fight him, sure. I'm picking up something. Mm-hmm. Right, first I'm talking it out, 
and then I'm picking something up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So him saying I can't go out the White House, it hits different. You know, that's like it's like when 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 a NBA player says another NBA player is great. That's not some dude on his couch no, saying. No, no, that's when you listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but as giant men can. But people will tell you it is. Well, I'm not sexist. As a matter of fact, my favorite people are all female. I have a wife and I have three daughters. They're my favorite people in the world. But I could beat the fuck out of all of them. Okay? Listen, if they're guarding the door, I'm getting in. I don't mean to sound cocky. But I'm just real confident. I could fuck them up if I had the flu. Okay? Yeah, we're different. We're different. I could beat on my cat too. I'm not proud of it. I just tell you what's up. You want to bet money? Bet money on me. I fuck that cat up. Most likely. Cats are fucking weird like that, man. I was petting my cat once and he bit me. I was like, whoa, we gonna do this? What the fuck are we doing here, bitch? Got a little nervous. Got a little nervous. Again, like him saying his cat maybe could beat him. He got a little nervous. It's these, like, maybe this is all he has to give us in terms of his humility. Because mm-hmm. this is a trained fighter. When he walks into a room, unless he's at an MMA gala or something, right? When he walks into an average room, he's probably got to think, I could take everybody in this mm-hmm. room. So for him to say the cat maybe could beat me, I couldn't yeah. go out to the White House, this is, you know, this is all you're going to get from him. He's not going to yeah, be like, yeah. I'm a pussy, because that wouldn't, yeah, that yeah, would, yeah. that would be insincere too. That wouldn't, that wouldn't, sure. that'd be disingenuine, you know? Women can do everything men can do. This guy's a piece of shit. We're leaving. Too much information is going in that I don't agree with. The guy said it was total bullshit. Total bullshit. How'd that girl get that job? I'll tell you how that girl got that job. Because someone let her have that job. Which means either there were a bunch of guys that were trying to fuck her, or her boss was a chick and she hated her. Either one's possible. Look, if there was a bunch of guys that were trying to fuck her, that makes total sense. If there's one hot girl and she's working with five guys in an office, no work's getting done in that office. There's, that office is now just an audition to see which guy gets to fuck her. And each one of those guys would just slowly start to morph to figure out what this girl likes. Men become like an octopus that tries to fit its way through a keyhole. Like, gotta be a fucking wife. There's gotta be a fucking wife. You got this girl's like, I could guard the front door. Oh, you could definitely guard the door. No doubt. No doubt. And over time, if, one, if this woman doesn't sleep with one of these men and claim them, over time, these guys will just start morphing. And they'll just start saying ridiculous, preposterous shit. Like, Debbie wants to guard the front door. Do you have a problem with that? No, I don't. As a matter of fact, I think women are amazing. Plus, I'm vegan. They will wear patchouli. They will do what the fuck they have to do. Next thing you know, poor fucking Debbie at the front door. Why am I alone? Like- this is a great bit. And for me, what intrigues me is hanging out with you, right? And seeing the, the progression of a bit, how it, where, where, you know, how it starts to where it ends, mm-hmm. where it goes. So, you know... As a comic, when you're writing a bit, there's some like sometimes there's a funny angle or funny line that like works sometimes, or it works but doesn't doesn't fit the narrative 
of the bit, so you have to like leave it, and like, and you you know, and sometimes you forget it totally. Sometimes you remember and you do it occasionally, and so that's what it is. And so I'm wondering with this bit, it's like there's a little bit more there. There's some meat on the bone, which maybe he already went through. Maybe he already tried these things and 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 trimmed it down to what it is now. For me, I, I'm like cinematic with it. Like, so I want to know, okay, why is Debbie at the front door? Because okay, these guys are, are, are championing her, mm-hmm. championing her, and, and being like, you know, women could do anything. But what is her, what's her opinion? Like, did she bite off more than she can chew? Like, did Debbie say, "I can do it myself," and now she's at the front door? Like, what the fuck? Or did they just push her there? Because that's a key component to it, is that, like, how does this girl get at the front door by herself? Well, there's some confusion here. Yes. Because he goes from the guys saying, like, uh, sure, Debbie, you could totally guard the front door, as if it was her idea. Right. To now she's in the position of guarding the front door, and she's like, what am I doing here? And it may be a thing where it was just cleaner to do it that way. You know, maybe he tried. But my thing is, I want to see Debbie, and, and this may be where he's tried it, in clubs and knows he'll lose the crowd, right? Because mm-hmm. I want to see Debbie have that oh shit moment. Like, I got what I wanted. Now I'm here and I got to guard this thing by myself. I mm-hmm. fucked up. And maybe he, and maybe, I don't know, Joe, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I didn't see this bit develop. Maybe he tried that and maybe people didn't like it. Because then it's like, it's, it's putting it on the woman being wrong, biting off more than she can chew. Mm-hmm. But there's something there though. There's so bananas and it's one of my favorite stories i'm gonna give you the whole story of the break in the white house with no edits and no no comic exaggerations this is the real story because a lot of people think there's some grand conspiracy there's some cabal of evil geniuses that's pulling the strings on everyone in america it's most likely that people are just dumb as fuck in all sorts of walks of life so i'm gonna tell this is the story this is the real story about the person who broke into the white house First of all, people are always worried, the government's checking out my emails, bro. The government's watching us all the time. They pulled this guy over two months before he broke in the White House. He had four handguns, two rifles, and a machete with him. They didn't even watch him. He had a map. On the map, the map was Washington, and it had an X where the White House is. They're like, you're good to go. Two months later, this motherfucker broke into the White House. And why did he break in the White House? Why do you break in the White House ever? Because you want to die. You don't, that's like a suicide run. That's the only reason why someone runs toward the White House. If you had to ask someone, like, what kind of security do you think they have at the White House? Oh, dude, dude. They got snipers on every corner. They got lasers on the grass. If you get too far, they open up the door, you drop right into jail. Nope. Turns out they don't even have a dog. Just, just fucking run. The guy who made it into the White House, he had 800 rounds of ammunition in his car. Left out there, took a knife. <laughs> That's a guy who wants to die. He's just sitting in his fucking car going, fuck. Because the guy didn't bring the ammo, then I'm willing to go, you know what? Maybe it was a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. Because he had all this stuff and he just ran in with a knife. Maybe this is just a crazy dude. But for me, when he said, why was there a girl guarding? And I, I, I was waiting to see if he got to it. I'm like, oh, because there's a black president. 
this is what it's like being black. You don't know if that's the reason. Mm-hmm. But if this is the first time in 100 years someone's been able to f- find their way mm-hmm. into the White House, and this happens to also be the first time there's ever been a black president, mm-hmm. and there's a woman at the gate, I mean, but that's a whole different bit, right? Yep. Maybe that's not the bit he wanted to do. But I was surprised that, to me, that was instantly what I thought. But I, I did. I like that he didn't go there in a sense, but I thought he should have at least touched on it. So at the end of this bit, though, he does have a button. Oh, okay, okay. That's kind of hinting at this. Okay, at okay, this. cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. The government, fuck my ex-wife, and fuck everybody. I'm gonna do this. Fuck you. Just, oh my god, I'm doing it. Oh my god, I'm doing it. Thinking with every step, this is gonna be the last step of my life. No, this is gonna be the last step of my life. No, this. He gets to the front door. That's great. It's unlocked. <laughs> He opens it. There's a girl there by herself. Smacks her to the ground. And just starts running through the hole. Ah! He's probably going, why am I alive? He's probably thinking. He was in the inside for minutes. For minutes running around. He got tackled by an off-duty officer. He's probably thinking, I wanted to die. I don't want to go to fucking jail. Will somebody please shoot me? Then he's probably pissed, like, where are my tax dollars going? What kind of security are you fucking people running in this place? <laughs> Imagine when Obama found out a girl was guarding him. He's probably like, everybody, everybody. Not that much diversity. <laughs> hey, what are we playing, fucking fairy tale games here? Yeah, he touches on it a little bit with that. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't go. He, he doesn't. But maybe he's tried that. Maybe again, right? We don't know the, yeah, we the don't evolution know. of this bit. To me, that's where this bit is going. Right? It's like the cops pull you over. You you go into the White House. You know, there's a black president there. There's a girl at the door. It, it, it you know. Again, that may be too easy of a bit. You know, like I really like what he did with it, but I do think. He could have um, alluded to that a little bit more, but I think then that's maybe it's maybe that's a whole can of worms where you can't talk about it without that becoming the main thing. Yeah, because it seems like the the main thing is the female at the door, right? And, and that that's where he's kind of he's trying to push right, that right, right. pedal. He's trying to push that pedal. That, so now you give him this other thing, and it's like now you've got these two. Right, right. These and also two themes that are they're both hard to pull off. So maybe he just like oh, I'm just let me keep, do this. Let one. me keep with the female at, at security. Right. He has a wife and, and I guess he's three daughters. Yep. So that kind of gives him credibility in that Correct. space. He's a guy yep. and he's saying, Here are my limitations, like Shaq is bigger than me. Yep. I can't guard the White House. I like that he talked about that. So if he had gone to Black Route, my point is, would he would it be pandering? But as a black person, I can tell you I wouldn't think of it as pandering only because if a white guy says it, then it's like, oh, you guys see it too. Because for mm-hmm. me saying, oh, it's because Obama's black, am I playing the black card? I don't know. So if he had, had touched on it, even if even if he just posed a question, I don't know, maybe what's different? You know, Even if he just says, what's different? What's different? Uh-huh, yeah, even that... Yeah. That would have been enough for me, you know? In, within the bit, he's trying to invalidate conspiracy theories, though, as well. So, right, right. So this is a conspiracy that you're... To, to go the black president route... That's is, a great point. That would point. be part of the conspiracy. That's he's saying... 
there, there isn't any, any conspiracies. Everyone's too dumb for that. They're just dumb. Right, 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 right. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer, one of the major sort of Dahmer stories is that he was um, uh, had this Vietnamese young bo- Vietnamese boy and this young man in his in his house that he was about to kill, and he got away. And he's like running down the street in somewhere in Milwaukee naked. This Vietnamese young man finds some cops and he doesn't speak English too well. And he's like, you guys got to help me. I'm, you know, this guy wants to kill me. Dama rolls up and convinces the cops that they're just having a lover spat. And the cops give him back oh, to Dama. Okay. That's one of the major like you guys fucked up thing moments, right? Wow. And I said, I said to my friend, to my friends, I was like, that, that's like like white privilege at the highest. And they're like, no, that's not white privilege. And he was right. He's like, that's just those cops didn't want to deal with the gayness thing. And they were like, you know what? Just just go ahead. Oh, okay. Because yeah. we got to write the report on this. But I'm sure it's both, right? Like, it's not only white privilege. Mm-hmm. There's some homophobia there. Yeah. There's laziness there because they didn't want to write the reports yeah, up. A, it's very nuanced. So yep. I understand what he's saying about conspiracy theory. But yeah, when... You know, when they when they when he gets that when they find him two weeks earlier and he's clearly going to the White House, maybe that's laziness. It, you can't say, you know what I mean. And I, I get it. Like he he's he's doing an anti um, conspiracy theory bit. I think that's a great point you make. Maybe people are just dumb, but yeah, you got to be hella dumb to let a guy go to the White House with ammo. You know what I mean? <laughs> but again, like if I write a bit. And like you, we've all seen as a comic, you see another comic writing a bit, and it's great. And you're like, oh, I would have went this way with it. Mm, you yeah, know? And yeah, that's that's what this is really like. Sure. Oh, I would have went that way with it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? To even attempt to make this claim uh, about uh, women doing a man's job and what is appropriate given physical characteristics, right, right, is a is is a dicey situation. And you you mentioned earlier he can get away with this. It's his crowd. You know, but right. we're moving into a weird place in the culture now where uh not really okay to have this stance. It's to the point where you're not we're starting to see people say it's actually okay for a trans man, right? right. To participate in female sports. We're like this this area now is so muddied. Right. We've got to a point where you you can Tread very lightly if you're talking about something that, or a group that you're not a part of. And I can, okay, that's cool. Like, I should tread lightly if I'm talking about anyone else. I can, I can speak my truth to the, to the, to the, from the mountains, right? Um, and I feel like that's where everyone is. Everyone is in that space. Oddly enough, except for like, even though Karen's aside, it seems like white women can still champion for other people. You know what I mean? And may, I don't know about black women, but everyone else, just stay in your lane. Like, you know, like I know comics who are great at voices, you know, really great, gifted. To me, the, the thing about doing a voice is from another culture is does it come from love and is the voice done well? Because if it's done well, there's some love in that, that fact that you nailed this voice. Like, it should be more of what you do with the voice. What are you saying? Are you being hateful? Are you are you belittling them? Um, so it's just a weird weird space. So maybe that's why he left the the black thing alone. But yeah, I think um, it was still brave of him to, to talk about these limitations. But I think Joe is right. The more you 
the more fat you have on a bit like that, the more there's a moment for someone to interject. You don't want to give them a moment to interject. Heckling, heckling happens when you don't know what you're going to say. If you know what you're going to say, people don't heckle. So um, to make this bit, it's long enough. It's a nice piece. But to make it relatively compact, probably, you know, probably was the way to go. I really liked seeing what he was attempting to do with that, um, especially because of the subject matter. I'm like, and, and the question is, does, are you changing minds with that? Though? That's my thing, because I think you could be able to change minds. But I, can you change minds? In a, you used to be, I think. I feel like Colin could change minds. Yeah, I think Colin's still changing minds. I see his clips shared on Twitter often. Yeah. Um, something in the news will happen, and you'll see Carlin clips shared. Like how relevant it yeah, still relevant is. Yeah. I don't think Rogan's changing minds that uh, aren't already in his crew or fans of him <laughs> with this stuff. Not with this bit, I don't think. Right, I, and it, and it's like, I think he, I thought he leaned into the empathy enough the I'm sure I have a wife, I have daughters, you know, but I think now people weaponize logic and people can have faulty logic, you know, because the way logic works is I say one thing, you agree with it. I say another thing. I say all these little things, you agree with it. And then the second I say something you shouldn't agree with, if you're not, if you're not paying close attention, you still agree with it because you're already in the agreement mode. That's how cults work, right? Cults, they lead you along. Like, do you want to be reach your full potential? Yeah, I want to reach my full potential. Do you want to, you know, you want to be a better person? Yeah, I want to be a better person. And it's do you want to let me sleep with your wife? <laughs> right. Oh, sure. Right, yeah, it all sounds good. And then next thing you know, you're waiting for the mothership. You're like, wait, how the fuck did? <laughs> because they've led you along. That's you know right, what I mean? That's right. And so, because of that, some people now are like, no, fuck you. I don't care what you're saying. I don't, even if you say something innocuous yeah. that everyone can agree with, sure. Some people are just, I'm against you. I'm not listening. There are people who would have checked out at this bit from the first sentence because he says the word girl. Right. And because of who he is and who And because of who he is. Who they relate him to. But the bit the bit is the bit and it's really well done. And he's giving you a truthful example. That's another thing. He's not just saying girls can't do things and then just throwing it out there. He's giving you an example. If someone broke into the White House, I would have added more. And I'm, I'm not shitting on it. I think it's a great, great bit because it's tight. But I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm a little PTSD now from my bit that was put up there. Um, from the whole vibe, I have a bit of sort of PTSD for past bits, but also some, some sort of preemptive PTSD where I'm just nervous that people are going to take it the wrong way. So when I'm right, I'm trying to make sure that it, nothing I say can be misconstrued. Which is not possible because some people want to get it wrong. Some people want to purposefully weaponize your words against you, even though they know that's not what you meant. When they pluck it out of context to then present it to people that normally would agree with them, like, see this? Right. Those people won't even bother to dig deeper. They went like, well, let's watch the whole, let's watch the whole bit. Let's watch right. the entire joke. Right. Let's listen right. to, did the crowd enjoy it? No, they're always like, they're ready to jump on these things now. Right. There's an army of them out there. Yeah. And, and are, they tr- are, are they righteous, self-righteous? Are they lying? Are they trolls? You know, there are people who fit into all these categories, but the end result is everything's getting mucked up and there's no, no truth, no, um, no meeting of the minds, you know, there's no like, okay, this is a baseline. Can we at least agree to this baseline? You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's none of that. 
Yeah, yeah. But so just yeah, he didn't really he he mentioned uh, body types just kind of briefly, like a strong power. But he, right, right. he could have went deeper there. But when you get into the biology, that might that might be even harder to make. Well, it's funny. It's it's, it's also like having it a, becomes like you said. Is this a TED talk? What is it here? It becomes a TED talk. It's like yeah. having a if you're a lawyer and your your client is completely innocent, but. It's the what the the proof of them being innocent is a little belabored. You can't trust that jury. You know what I mean? Like exactly. You, you can you be cannot, like, yeah. Listen, we have the time, the timeline, mm-hmm. and this, to this, to this. If that guy on the other side is a better orator than you are, he can muck it up. Yep. Because you're you're acting, you're asking them to pay attention and follow you. That's you right. Know? Which is why, you know, kudos to Joe Rogan. He was like, I don't want to get. About, you know, boggle down with the with the logic. I'll give you just enough logic yeah. with some funny stuff. Sure. And hopefully you'll follow me. But with that scenario, there are people who are gonna going to just be contrarian and be like, no, I don't agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't win everybody because Because Joe's familiar with the science behind body types and whatnot, because I've seen him argue against uh, biological males fighting right, biological right. females and how that's not fair. And, right, he, and right. he puts forth uh, the, the biology behind it. He's familiar with it. He can go there. Right, he can, right. go, he can there. go there. But And that's, you know, what's interesting is, you know, we talked about it in the beginning. Maybe that's why he has a podcast. You know, like a pod, like we, we do this podcast. Like for a comedian, you, if there's things that you just can't encapsulate into an onstage joke. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, you know what? I'll write a short story. I'll write a, a movie, I'll write a, a pilot, I'll shoot, write a script, I'll do a, a podcast, do a do sketch. A, do a podcast. Yeah, so, right. yep. you know, maybe he has a podcast mm-hmm. to get those truths, mm-hmm. th- that style of truth out that couldn't be, couldn't fit in like a nice, neat five-minute bit on stage. You know, I'm sorry we're talking in circles, but I think what it is is these kind of discussions have now gone to where they're beyond what a comic can do, only because you're going to get attacked. So it's for a podcast. We can flush it out, have all the data there. Who knows? People still may not pay attention, but... You know, I take away from it that kudos to him for, for attempting something like this. And with, with the bit, it's a very good bit. And it's not easy. It's not easy to do stuff like that. And he knows more about it, as I alluded to. Right. He knows the biology behind female and male. Right, and right. This kind of, but he, and he didn't even go there. Most comics are still hiding how smart they are because there's nothing really particularly funny about being smart so the whole thing is to like disguise it and sometimes it comes out of different ways and people always say oh you're writing you're smart i've never tried to lean into that like i'm I'm only trying to distill information and put it in a jokey form you know what i mean so i think um you know with him He's he's hiding some of his knowledge there just because it's like it's about making this a funny bit. That's right. It's it's entertainment, and uh, all I care is one is edutainment. Edutainment. Oh, I like that. Oh, KRS One. Where are you going to get a KRS One reference? <laughs> right. uh, that's great. Well, there's a ton of uh, Joe Rogan stand-up clips on YouTube. If you've never uh, checked out his stand-up, I know we're all familiar with the podcast, and the podcasts are. I mean, you, you can't walk out your door without hearing his podcast it seems but the stand-up you have to kind of look for and uh, there's some there's a lot of specials 
and pieces of specials on YouTube that you can watch going back 10 years for him. If there's a comic you'd like us to take a look at, uh, there's an email in the description here or just write a comment below. Please subscribe and share with anyone you think might learn something or enjoy this. Comedians React is available on all podcast players and YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe for all future episodes of Comedians React. We'll be covering comedians that I'm sure you love as well. If you'd like to suggest a comedian for us to cover, please email us at realcomediansreact at gmail.com.